Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. When Paul Cromwell went to Wakefield to see Kit Mead, he'd anticipated this reunion would be the final episode before Kit finally became his wife. Kit had promised to divorce Bill Mead and marry Paul at the time when he'd helped her to gain possession of Lisa Fenner's baby son. But in Wakefield, Paul had learned of Kit's deception, had discovered that instead of suing Bill for divorce, Kit intended to contest the divorce that she never had intended to keep her promise. And so when Paul returned to Chicago, the love he'd felt for Kit had turned to another emotion, something very close to hate. He was determined to make Kit suffer for having made a fool of him. And the means to do this was easily within his grasp. Lisa Fenner. Yes, through Lisa, he could make Kit regret her trickery. He had telephoned Lisa to arrange a meeting in her room at the hotel. And now Paul stands before her door, waiting for an answer to his knock. darling. Oh, I hope you'll forgive my being in this house coat. I've been resting. Quite all right, Lisa. Well, Paul, was your trip to Wakefield successful? You look rather tired. Successful? Yes, I suppose it was. I mean, I mean, did you see Kit? Make the arrangements. I certainly did see Kit. And the baby. Did you? No, Lisa, I didn't see the baby. Oh. But I have some news about the baby for you. Nothing wrong with that. The baby isn't ill. No, Lisa. Apparently, there's nothing at all wrong with the baby's help. Then what is it, Paul? Tell me. Oh, I've had such an odd premonition while you were gone. A feeling that something had gone wrong. Well, your premonition wasn't too far off. Oh, Paul, please. Don't torture me. If anything happened to the baby, I... I, I couldn't stand Now, don't it. get excited, Lisa. The baby's all right. I'll tell you everything. But it's rather a long story, and I'm afraid it may be something of a shock to you. However, it's time you knew it. Now, please try not to become hysterical. Oh, yes, Paul, yes. I know how you hate things. You've told me so many times it runs through my head like a refrain. You make me sound very unreasonable. Paul. No, Lisa, on second thought, I guess I am. However, you won't have to suffer from it much longer. What do you mean by that, Paul? 
I mean, my dear, that I've treated you very shabbily. And I think when you know just how much of a scoundrel I've been, you'll consider yourself well rid of me. Rid of you? Paul, I don't understand. You will, in a moment. It's not a pretty story I'm going to tell you, but it's too late now for bidding around the bush, so I'm, I'm going to give it to you straight. Please do, Paul, whatever it is. Lisa, I've been dishonest with you. I've lied to you. Oh, Paul. I don't love you. I've never had the least intention of marrying you. Paul, you don't mean that. How could you say the things you said, the plans we Just so many lies. They were all part of a deception, nothing but pretense. But why, Paul? Was it Chip? Yes, Lisa. I should have known. I think I did in my heart. Yes, it was Chip all the time. Yes, Lisa. And was is right. What? It's not Kit anymore. But, but then I, I don't understand. You mean you're not in love with Kit? That's not the reason. Lisa, Kit and I had a pact. We made a bargain. She promised to do something for me if I did something for her. Yes, Paul? But the catch is, Kit didn't keep her promise. Oh. I kept mine, but I'm breaking it now. Oh, was I part of this, this pact? Frankly, Lisa, my job was to help Kit get possession of your baby and to pretend to you that you and I would be married later. I was to keep you contented until the baby was legally Kit's. Oh, Paul. And all these months you've let me think. I know. It was a miserable thing to do. I, I won't make it worse by asking your forgiveness. To think that when Kit lost her own child, I felt responsible. Thought it was my fault that she went out that night after I'd made the scene. Accused her of wanting you. When all the time I was right. Kit did want you. That's the ironic part of this whole mess. Because Kit didn't want me. Then, then Kit what? wanted only one thing, your child. That was where I was taken in. I thought she wanted me, too. Oh. It's all so ugly. Broken promises. Lies. Deceit. Paul, what was the promise Kit made to you? The promise she broke? Kit promised to divorce her husband, Bill Mead. Promised she'd come to me if I helped her get your baby. Now I find out instead of trying to get the divorce from Mead, she's contesting it. In other words, she's played the same trick on me which I intended to play on you. I suppose I ought to hate you, Paul, but I don't. I just feel dead, numb, except for my baby. Paul, I've got to have him back. Of course you do. You should. That youngster at present is the center of the dispute between Kit and her husband. Naturally, he thinks the baby's his own. He wants custody of it, and Kit refuses to give up. Paul, are you sure the baby is well taken care of? Help Oh, yes. As to that, there's nothing to fear at the moment. I understand Kit's father, Ben Calvert, brought a trained nurse from Chicago to take care of him. But if there's a custody suit, well, it wouldn't be good for the child, whatever happens. To think that my main reason for keep giving my baby to Kit was so I'd be sure he'd have a good home. A complete home with security, all the things he should have. Well, the way things are now, Lisa, the child doesn't stand a chance of having a normal home life. Unless something very drastic happens, your baby will be brought up by Kit, who'll probably hate it because it failed to achieve what she wanted. 
Or by Bill Mead, who naturally doesn't know the first thing about children, as far as I know. That's not going to happen. I'm afraid I don't see how it can be avoided. I can. Because I'm going to Wakefield. I'll take him back. All these months that I've longed for my baby, fought against my feelings for him. I kept telling myself he was better off where he was, in a good home. Now that's all changed. I don't need to fight anymore. Kit will have to give my baby back to me. Yes, Lisa, if you demand your child back. Kit can't do a thing. She has no legal claim. She never has had. That was why she was so anxious to get the legal adoption papers drawn up. Well, it's too late to get them now. Yes, it is if you insist. But I warn you, Lisa, Kit's a very tricky person to deal with. Witness the fact that she made a very fine monkey out of me. And as you've learned, I'm pretty much interested in taking care of myself. You're completely selfish. But at least, Paul, you've been honest with me today. No matter how I feel toward you now, I, I appreciate it. No, Lisa, let's face it. My honesty today didn't spring from a desire to be honorable. I had a selfish motive for telling you the truth. Oh, it doesn't matter. The personal issue means nothing to me now. I think I've feared all along that something would go wrong between us. That we'd never have the life together that I dreamt about at first. Now it all seems trivial. I haven't enough emotion left to hate you. I almost wish you did. No, I don't hate you. I, I just feel a sort of weary contempt. Oh, there's one more thing, Lisa. I may be a scoundrel, but I'm not completely contemptible. I know that you're in rather an awkward spot financially, and I no, want you to... Paul. No, I don't want anything from you. Now, Lisa, be sensible. I've never had any intention of leaving you stranded or helpless. I'll manage somehow. I understand your feeling, but after all, your main consideration, as you've said, is your child. To recover your baby. It's the only thing that matters to me. Well, then don't you see, Lisa? You'll need money. Money to live on in the meanwhile, and to establish. To care for the baby properly. Here, Lisa. Remember, it's not for yourself. It's for your child. When you recover him from Kit. Paul Cromwell slipped the check into the pocket of Lisa's housecoat. And at Lisa's quick motion, as if she intended to thrust the paper back at him, he rose quickly and went out. Lisa sat motionless a moment. She didn't want his money. Hated the thought of accepting it under the circumstances. But then she thought... What Paul said is true. I, I do need money for my child. Because whatever happens, I'm going to get my baby back. I must. 